Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! by Randall's, St. Louis's number liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the voice of the blues. He's Chris Kerber classing up this joint as I am wearing a Disney princess dress and red fuzzy handcuffs. Chris, we appreciate the time as always. I've never called you Chris before. How you doing, Kerbs? Uncomfortable. Uh, I'm doing fine. And uh, whoever put the picture out of you and Snow White's outfit should be punished for themselves because that's something I'm never going to get out of my head. Curbs, you're never going to get out of your head. You're looking at a picture. We've had to stare at it for three and a half hours, and we got to watch it even be longer. Honest, guys, I think I've pulled this off pretty well. I haven't made eye contact with yeah, for three been, hours. We started the uh, show, yeah, Curbs. Uh, holy moly. That's, uh, yeah, that that was stunning. No, I guess that we could leave it at that. I right? just I didn't know Disney princesses were that hairy. <laughs> I didn't know they were into handcuffs. Well, <laughs> we watched different pr- yeah, Disney princesses. That's movies. after the yeah, Disney movies. Apparently, there's a different channel. Yeah, this is called After Dark. <laughs> this is the this is the HBO version of Disney princesses. <laughs> yeah. He just you know, waved. To, he just waved to John okay, Kioski good. curves, so it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> My boss is proud. Uh, curves, parents let's, too. Let, let's talk a little bit about this Blues team and what you saw last night in the preseason game. <laughs> Alex texted us during the game and said, "Hey guys, I think that Josh Levo and." Jake neighbors feel like locks on the roster right now, given what they've, how they've performed so far in the preseason. What have you seen from those two in particular? Well, I, I've, I've seen really good play. Uh, you know, Josh Levo, who uh, has, has spent some time, you know, he's been a full-time NHL and then kind of split some time between the AHL and the NHL. He knows, he knows what he needs to do. Um, the injury to, to Tyler Pitlick, uh, the injury to Logan Brown, opened the door for him to get another game in there. And I thought he did really well. And the opportunity that came for him yesterday was to play on a line with Braden Shen and Jake Neighbors. And my goodness, dude, if you're a player trying to make a team out of camp, I don't think you could ask for more than that. And and I thought he looked really, really good. Um, the, the Jake Neighbors side of things, you know, Jake has done everything that he could. I think he's been one of the most physical forwards in camp. I think he's made a lot of smart plays. Uh, I, I think he looks good with just about everybody he's been put with. The, the question is, and I go back to something Larry Plo always talked about when he was general manager of the team, and that was asset management. And there's one specific story that I remember because it was one of the early ones that he brought it up to me. But the Blues, uh, Matt, Matt Walker was playing really well for the St. Louis Blues, and, and 
looked like he was, you know, should play, and, and he could play every day in the NHL. They sent him down to Worcester, and the, the reason that they ended up doing it was just asset management. He was the one that could clear waivers. The other people uh, they had would have had to clear waivers, and he wanted to protect some depth. The, the only thing that jumps out at me right now, and, and there's two schools of thought here, is if the guy's good enough to play, you play, you deal with it, and you go. The other school of thought is uh, there's no harm with Jake Neighbors playing in Springfield for a little while, and it protects your depth while you start the season if it allows you, you to keep a Costin, a, neighbor, a Levo, a Pitlick, whoever it might be that has uh, the necessity to clear waivers. So, you know, that's the one storyline that uh, I think Jake Neighbors has done everything he does and needs to do to stay here. But numbers could also dictate that protecting some death means he's the guy that goes. And so um, we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. But he, he, he looked really good, and, and you hope that he does stay. Well, and that's that's the conversation that Joe and I had on postgame last night. Curbs was talking about that asset management. And he also, I mean, Joey also mentioned, like, look, Clem Costin had his best game of the preseason last night for the team, which more than likely earned him another opportunity uh, tomorrow night against Columbus. And if he plays well, earns another opportunity on Saturday. Did Clem Costin put his name back into the conversation with that performance last night? Well, I don't know if he did it with that performance last night. I would think that maybe you send him to Columbus tomorrow. Um, and, you know, the, the team called up five players from Springfield already. That happens at the end of camp, you know, where you want, one, you want to get the numbers out, right, so you can get your some some of your practices to a, to a normal level. But then you've got one of these last two preseason games, and you don't want to travel a bunch of your vets. So I, I would think that the five players that the Blues called up are going to travel to Columbus tomorrow. Uh, and, and probably Clem Costin goes with him. And, and so if that's the case, you know, I, I think he's got to show that he wants to do that. He can do it a couple of games in a row. He's got the skill set. It's just, it's just as he, and I talked to Ivan Barbashev about this last year for a little while. Here's a guy that scored in Barbashev 99 points his last year, a junior before turning pro. And he's never really been used in an offensive role in pro hockey. And yet every opportunity he got, Playing on the first line, for example, uh, you know, several years ago against Minnesota when Paul Stastny was hurt and, and performed well. Every time he's gotten the opportunity, he's performed well, and then he finally really jumped through that hoop in that last season. Clint Costin has to define in his head the type of player the Blues want him to be and whether or not he wants to be that player. Can he be that player? Is he willing to accept the fact that he is a third or a fourth line player that needs to play with a little more physical edge? You know, that needs to have, you know, put certain things in play. Get the puck in deep. Don't make mistakes rather than try to score every shift. And to me, uh, and, and then score when the opportunity is there. And if that's the case, he's a guy that definitely could probably get you 10 goals over the course of the year. But at the same time, the only way he stays is if he's willing to play and earn the trust of that coach. So there's, there are still some question marks around him, I think. Yeah, Curbs, even when he was trying to be the other kind of player last year, though, in the AHL, and then you combine that with what he did in the NHL, he, he wasn't scoring either, though. And that that's what I think is really hard is, like, if you're doing the asset management part of this, I think part of the asset management as well, and I'm just kind of to play devil's advocate here, the asset management with Jake Neighbors is, hey, let's find out if he can be a top nine forward for you before they end up getting Alexi Torpchenko back. Because once he's returned to the lineup, you're also going to have to make some roster decisions too. So for me, like the harder decision seems to be, what do we do with Jake Neighbors as opposed to how's the asset management work with Clem Costin? Is that fair? A fair read on it? I, I think, yeah, I, you know what? I think you already know, or at least have an idea of what you're going to get from Jake Neighbors. Now, 
it, coming into what could be his first full season or mostly full season into the National Hockey League, you're going to expect some lulls in energy. You're going to expect some mistakes. You're going to expect some games, and we saw it happen with Robert Thomas. We saw it happen with Jordan Cairo under this head coach. You're going to expect some games where maybe you're sitting a couple games in the press box you know, while you're collecting yourself and, and kind of getting your mind back about you. Uh, so, but I do think that when he's out there, you have a little more sense and a little more confidence right now than what you're going to get from him than some of the inconsistency you're wondering that you're getting from Clint Costin. So I, I guess to your point, y- yeah, you you want to see if you definitely have him and, and somebody there in the top nine. But guys, the, the, the one that might dictate that more than anything is Logan Brown. You know, when, when Logan Brown gets back, uh, you know, and, and gets an opportunity to play, if he finishes this camp the way he has started it, I, I think you've got to take a look at Logan Brown in your top nine. And that oh, may I th- I, I'm kind of writing him in curbs as a lock. Well, I, yeah, I think so. But what I'm saying is, like, if, if, if his play starts to drop, you're saying, okay, do we put another young guy and Jake Neighbors in there? But but to me, that's that's really the key. And look, if – if you're going to play a Jake Neighbors, maybe in a top, maybe in say a third line role, but keep well, you know, we always say that, but keep in mind how this Blues team has been built for the last couple of years. Like there are given nights where I don't know that you could definitely say that's number one, that's number two, and that's number three. Yeah, on a Friday night, the O'Reilly line could be number one. On on Sunday, the the Shen line could be number one, and then Thomas might be in on a Monday in your third and four games. So you know, for me. Uh, for me, it just depends on how Jake Neighbors is going to be uh, is going to be used, and if he can go to Springfield and be used in a top line role, getting every minute of power play time, and he's getting 18, 21 minutes a game. Sometimes that might be better than nine minutes here. You just have to that that that's just the decision that the coaching staff and Doug Armstrong have to make. But I do think now here's the other thing to get that they do. They do guys, they kind of get a feel from around the league, and yeah, it doesn't mean it's always accurate, but. For example, they kind of get a feel, hey, if we put Clint Costin on waivers, is he likely to be picked up? And I get the sense that that might be the case. If we put this guy on waivers or that guy, was he likely to be picked up? And uh, and sometimes that plays a role in this as well. So it's a, it's a little back room behind the scenes work that matters as well. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Uh, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. We will talk with you again next week as the Blues uh, finish up their preseason action and start to uh, turn Hallelujah. their attention towards the regular season. Yeah, that'll be great. And I think you guys probably saw this already, but uh, the Blues just announced that there's a game time change for uh, for Saturday's game. So instead of being a night game against Chicago, they're going to make it a day game so it doesn't conflict with the Cardinals' playoff game. And then uh, icebreaker for Friday night has also been postponed to a later date. So a couple important pieces of news there for Blues fans. Awesome. Hey, appreciate that as always. Curbs, talk with you again next week. Okay, guys. Have a good show. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.